Hi everyone, it's Carrie from Live Accessible and welcome to the new Live Accessible podcast. There's been quite a few people who have been requesting uh, the YouTube live streams be put in a podcast format and so this is the first episode of that. The first few episodes will be catch up to the live streams um, and perhaps in the future, we never know. Uh, I will have a co-host and we can have a standalone podcast as well. We will see. We'll see how the future unfolds. Don't forget to follow Live Accessible on social media, uh, whether it's Facebook or Twitter, or Instagram or TikTok or Clubhouse or Discord. And you can also go to our Amazon shop or our website and also send me an email too. And you can find all those links at connect.liveaccessible.com. And of course, they will also be in the show notes. On this episode, it will be the Apple and Android accessibility with Sam from The Blind Life, Derek from Life After Sight Loss, and Juan from JC5 Production. And this was aired on YouTube April 10th, 2021. So without further ado, here is episode one. Hi, everyone. It is Carrie from Live Accessible. Thanks so much for joining us. And I'm so excited to have Sam from The Blind Life and Derek from Life After Sight Loss. Thanks. Um, and today we're going to be talking about how Android is so much better than Apple devices. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, geez. Right out of the gate. Yeah. <laughs> Now we're going to be talking about um, Apple and Android accessibility and just our thoughts and opinions and um, just accessibility on both sides. So, uh, Sam, how are you and how are you guys, Derek? Good, good. I'm so I'm so happy to be here and so impressed with your little intro video there, Carrie. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> well, I know. Yeah. I'm so jealous. Uh, um, yeah. Well, I just try. Um, yeah. So Sam and Derek, um, tell us a little bit about like your experience on both like the Android side and the iOS side. And what do you guys use um, predominantly like, you know, daily? And yeah, let's start from there. Sam, I'll defer to you. Ah, okay. I was going to say the same thing, but okay. Um, so I have I have always been a longtime Android user. Um, I think the first Android phone I got was probably like the Samsung Galaxy S2 or something like that forever ago. Uh, and I fell in love instantly. Um, uh, I have in the last over the last year, I've been uh, both an Android and an Apple user. So I, no, I'm just uh, you OK? <laughs> Trader, no, just kidding. Get, someone, get her some water. <laughs> yeah, help her out. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, but I still like I, I still grab my Android more often, much much more often. Um, you know, so I, I would still consider myself an Android guy through and through in my heart. <laughs> okay, um, Sam, I'll forgive you for yeah. joining the iOS side, the dark side. Okay, so Derek, I had to for work. <laughs> <laughs> so go Tough ahead, up. Derek. What about you? Uh, well, I've used iOS. I've been using an iPhone since the 3GS, when whenever that was, many moons ago. Um, and then I think it was 2010. I got it, and then I did use an Android phone for about six months 
I can't remember. It was the Motorola something. I don't know. It was awful. I don't know. I was like, this is terrible. This is, why did I do this? <laughs> and so then I switched back. And and it really wasn't, I, I think it was because it was so ingrained in iOS and Android at the time, this was like maybe 2013, something like that. It just was not where it is now. And yeah. it was probably, you know, there were some things about it that I liked, but it was just like, this is not, not going to work. So uh, I've been iOS. I'm I'm Apple Team Apple as much as I possibly can be. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so for me, um, a lot of my family use iPhone, and I am pretty much the only Android user. Pablo kind of goes back and forth, but um, I'm definitely an Android user uh, from. Before, actually, I didn't even want to get a smartphone. I was like, what do I need a smartphone for? I just want to make calls and texts, and I don't need all this other stuff. But I started with the Samsung Galaxy S4. And from then, I like did everything on my phone, and it was amazing. And every time I pick up an iPhone, I get confused, <laughs> and I start doing the wrong gestures. And I'm like, okay, this is not working for me. <laughs> but anyway... <laughs> Um, I want to say to everybody in the chat and everybody watching that all of this banter is all for fun. Uh, you know, definitely both uh, have pretty good accessibility. Um, people can argue one has better than the other, but all of us are just having a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, whatever works best for you is probably the best choice that you can make is what I'm gonna say. <laughs> and that's the end of the stream. Thanks for being here, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for okay, watching, everybody. Bye, everybody. <laughs> that's it. That's all we have to say. <laughs> if you great. were expecting a battle, nope. Go yeah. away. <laughs> we're done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's um talk about Sam. What are the things that you like about Android? So um well just in hardware, uh, Android has a lot more options. Um, there's a lot more options for your budget. You know, um, nobody is not everybody can afford a, a $1,200 phone. So uh, you have a lot more flexibility. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Mr. Daniel up there. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so and then um, one reason why I, as I said, I, I tend to reach for my Android phone. So, so I use a Samsung Galaxy S10 uh, plus the big one. And then I have the uh, iPhone 10 S Max. So um, the reason why I tend to reach for my Android is because it just has a better screen. And so being a magnification user, being you know, using my handheld magnifier to read things on my screen, my phone, um, that's higher resolution. Everything just looks better. It just, it's easier to see. There's the better um, colors and deeper blacks and all of that. And my Galaxy, or my iPhone 10, it's not a, it's not a lightweight by any means. It's a pretty modern day phone. Um, but it still just doesn't have as good of a screen. So just the hardware, um, I think, gives you a lot more options with Android. So um, I think that now actually, what is the newest iPhone? They have switched over to um, AMOLED, haven't they? So I think in a way it has gotten better. iPhone has finally switched over and hopefully they stay that way. Um, but for me, um, 
personally, I don't really like the iPhone um, Zoom feature. Um, I've tried it. Uh, my I know people who swear by it, who love it. But I like the, uh, just being able to triple tap with one finger um, instead of like three fingers and double tap. And then you also have to move around the screen with three fingers unless you use the Zoom controller. But I have a hard time with that. Um, and also with Android, you can use even as little as one finger to move around or two. So. So let's talk about Apple a little bit, shall we, Derek? What do you like about Apple? Well, I th I think the the first thing I think of is, is actually hardware, and it's I don't know if it's a rebuttal to Sam, but uh, <laughs> I, because Apple makes both the hardware and the software, you get a an iPhone success or an iPhone eleven, you're getting the same voiceover experience. If somebody brings in a, an Android phone because it's so kind of a generic term. You could bring a Samsung, you know, S10, which is probably one of the, the high tier phones. And then somebody else brings in this sort of Android phone that they got from Walmart. And it's like, is this, oh, why isn't like this just bucks. doing the same thing? It's like, well, because this is not the same type of phone mm -hmm. and you're not going to have the same accessibility features on the high end versus the low end. While I agree with Sam's point about not everybody buying a $1,200 phone, which I'm not, I'm still buying it. I will be buying it probably another year you know, <laughs> until I pay off my house. Um, that's, that's, one, that's one of the major things about uh, Apple making both the hardware and the software is you're getting the same experience across the board, whether it's, you know, a phone from five years ago. And so when people say, hey, you know, should I buy, what iPhone should I buy? I'm like, well, why, why are you buying it? And they're like, oh, accessibility is my number one thing. I'm like, well, then it doesn't matter because you can buy a three-year-old iPhone and you're going to get the same basic accessibility features that I have on my, you know, iPhone 11. Um, now, when it comes to specs and cameras and all this stuff, that's a different conversation. But uh, that's what I really like about it. Now, I will agree with Carrie that I like the Zoom feature on Android. I do like that triple tap with the one finger. I wish I wish uh, Apple would uh, incorporate that or just rip them off because they're ripping everything else off from Android. So why not just rip that off? <laughs> um, yeah, and now finally iOS is getting widgets. Isn't that amazing? What a novel yeah, idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, which to me, I am a screen reader. Uh, I'm a voiceover user on the iPhone. I don't use Zoom on the iPhone all that much. And so to me, it's not a huge deal. But yeah, it's it's a really nice feature. I, I will give Android that for sure. Well, the thing um, I want to bounce off of what Derek said with uh, Apple creating the hardware and the software, like I know Sam is a Samsung user, um, but I am a Pixel user. I actually used to love Samsung because of all the things that it could do. They had a really, really great screens. I have to give that to them. Mm -hmm. But like my struggle was that voice assistant, <laughs> I, I just could not get it to work well, I guess I could say. And at uh, when I had uh, a Samsung device, I didn't know that you could install TalkBack um, on it. And I never tried it. Um, but the thing with Pixel is that it is something that, you know, Google makes the software. Google makes uh, or has a lot of input on the hardware. No, they don't make the chips, at least not yet. They may actually end up doing that like Apple is. Um, but, you know, it's it's definitely a better uh, and more efficient um, system, I think. Um, and whereas the iPhone starts like really high, like they're top of the line, like you can get a Pixel 4a 5G for like 
how much was how much did I pay like 450 uh, 500 bucks like that's half the price so for me I, I really like that and it's also the thing about Android it's so customizable um, and if that's important to you you know that's something that you have to think about whereas Apple it might have work like have more be more efficient but you have to stick with what Apple wants to give you. And sometimes for a lot of us, that's just not enough. Yeah, yeah I think also... that, go ahead, oh. Sam. As, I was gonna say, um, we should also mention that our, our our poor friend Juan couldn't get on here. So oh. we're, we're it's kind of like two androids ganging up on one <laughs> Apple guy now. Um, <laughs> I've got broad shoulders. <laughs> oh, wait um, a second. Oh, there's so, Juan. Oh, I didn't see him in this the um, studio. Hey, oh, Juan. Oh, there he is. Poor Juan's been sitting in there for like an hour. Oh. <laughs> I think Juan is, yeah, Juan has got his audio for us, so that's good. Okay. Yeah, I, I, having, having camera issues, so I don't know how good this is going to sound, so I'm doing what I can. No, this Juan, is I'm awesome, glad man. you're here. You can help defend this, the <laughs> yeah. iOS world. I'm going to put Derek Sam was floundering. on the left you. side, and I'm going to put Derek and Juan on the right side. There you go. Now you there can you see go. the battle lines. No, <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was even going to say that um, since I'm both an Android and an iPhone user, I could have been like the mediator, mediator between <laughs> you two. Um, <laughs> but now that Juan's here, that's, that's out, I guess. <laughs> you're stuck now, Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them how you really feel, Sam. No, because <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally, I totally, being a user of both, I can see the benefits of both and the downsides of both as well. Um, so I'm happy to talk about that too. Um, you know, especially Android's, I think one of Android's main problems, as you said, Carrie, you kind of alluded to it, is the fragmentation across hardware and software. So, um, and I, I deal with this when I'm working with somebody, mm -hmm. um, you know, I can have, I can bring in my Galaxy S10, Samsung Galaxy S10 phone, and they can have a Samsung Galaxy S10, but our phones are completely different because of all the customization options. Um, mm -hmm. Or if, you know, Carrie's Pixel, even though they're both Android, she's gonna have different settings, you know, mm -hmm. there are different options than my Samsung. Um, you know, my Samsung might have some accessibility features that her Google doesn't have. Uh, her her talkback is going to work better on her phone than it is on mine because talkback is a Google product and all that. So it, it can be frustrating dealing with Android sometimes. Yes, yes, I agree. And I think a lot of people don't know, uh, especially when they come into Android, they don't understand like, how diverse it is and how it works so they, they just yeah. think like oh i'm just gonna get this phone and because somebody else is using an android phone um that's in the blind community and it worked for them so then when they get like a, a 50 or two even like a 200 phone or something and they try it out home with talkback well then they find out that no it's not the <laughs> same experience yeah it's, it's horrible <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's hear from Juan. I'm so glad you did make it, Juan. So um, yes. Juan is from JC5 Productions. So check out his um, channel too. And Juan, tell us a little bit about you know what you use, why you like, and why you like iPhone and iOS. I was going to say that uh, if it was going to be the three of you, well, now that it's four <laughs> of us, it's like Carrie and Sam, you guys are better stay on the Android side. Don't get into a Pixel versus a, 
Samsung power <laughs> over there. So <laughs> they can't even make up their own mind on their own side. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, I mean, so you want me to introduce myself? Sorry, I was I was listening to what you guys were saying. <laughs> oh yeah, so like you know, you can introduce yourself and tell everybody why you like um, Apple devices. Uh, so, like Carrie said, hello for those of you who have no clue who I am. Uh, my name is Juan, and uh, my YouTube channel is JCT by Productions. Um, and even though I'm here via just audio, which kind of sucks, but uh, I'm still here. Uh, so <laughs> I'm glad to be on here because uh, I think these three guys are, I don't know, I think they're, uh, I, I was pretty flattered to be asked to be here so thanks Carrie for asking me to be on uh the reason why I like uh iOS mainly is I mean for me it it, it just it just kind of works well it does work but another reason is because I my first iPhone was the 4 back in 2010 and I've been using Apple products for quite a while, actually. So I'm just used to the ecosystem and everything. And I'm not saying Android's, you know, anything negative or a bad choice. I mean, like Harry said, if you like customizing, then, you know, hey, knock yourself out. <laughs> that, you know, that that's your, that's your bread and butter right there. But for me, I guess I just like, you know, just being able to... Uh, you know, just use a phone for, for what it is. I mean, I, I do like a little bit of customization, but not too much though. But for me, I just mainly like the ecosystem. I just like how things work. Well, 90% of the time when they work, <laughs> sometimes, uh, sometimes yeah. they, you know, there's going to be a hiccup here and there. And then, yeah, but. Yeah, so, I think that uh, applies yeah. to all smartphones and all technology though, right? There's always yeah. going to be some problems with it. Yeah, so um, let's see. I think also the thing is, part of it is what you start off with. You know, if you mm. get an iPhone and that's your first phone and you get very comfortable with it and you're into the Apple ecosystem, then, you know, it's understandable that you want to stay in, in in that. Like, whereas, like, at least for me, um, I, I have a lot of Google services. I use a lot of Google services that I, I pay for or that are free that I just have all my information and data and all that stuff in. So, like, it's more convenient for me to to just stick with uh, Pixel. Yeah, I, I think that's the other thing that whenever we talk about iOS versus Android accessibility, it's not just an iPhone versus, you know, let's say a Samsung or a Pixel. It's not that. It is all the peripherals that go along with that because I use an iPhone and an iPad and a Mac and an Apple Watch and things like that. I am ingrained in the walled garden of Apple. Like I can't get out now. If I switched <laughs> over to an locked. Android phone, yeah, if I switched over to an Android phone, a Pixel or whatever, which may be great and I agree that there are, like it's it's got a better screen it's better hardware a lot of times, you know, there are some better things, but if I switched to an Android phone, it would totally ruin the whole ecosystem because I can't, like I can copy from my Mac onto my phone and vice versa and things like that. And so it's not just the accessibility issues, it's all the things that go along with it. So are you using a bunch of Google, uh, you know, Google Calendar and Google Docs and things like that? Or are you using mm -hmm. pages and, and reminders and such, you know, via Apple? So it's this real broad conversation. We can compare you know, the phones and that's fine, but there's so much more that then comes into play when trying to make a decision. 
Right, exactly. And, you know, I definitely do agree with that. Um, and I did want to go back a little bit about like the magnification on Apple um, versus Android. And I actually did a video about it and I ended up like thinking about uh, the video and like I should have added a lot more things. Um, but, you know, one thing, one great thing about iPhone is that you can actually customize the font much bigger than on an android unless like on android there's there are apps that you know can magnify it but it's not like um it's not the same as on the iphone even though it doesn't work on every app that is still something that you know i wish google would implement um but anyway um let's talk about talk back versus a voiceover uh, here we go. <laughs> We're gonna get oh, everybody we go. mad. Uh, here we go. This okay. is what it was all coming down to. <laughs> this is what it was. Now we know. <laughs> okay, Sam, why don't you start on your thoughts? <laughs> so okay, so I have um very, very strong feelings about this. And I've 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 this I've had this stance on it, this opinion on it for a long time, and I've I've um, mentioned it in several videos. I've, I've actually made a, many videos about Android versus um, Apple. But um, so my philosophy is that in my experience, I always have to preface it by in, in my experience or in my opinion, um, I still think voiceover is better than talkback. As much as I love Android, I know, I know, as much as I love Android, <laughs> Um, voiceover. Wait, I, I'm going to put you back on the right side over there, Sam, with those, you know, <laughs> I, yes, yes. Well, no, one thing kidding. to mention too, is that Android's accessibility is way better than it used to be. So, um, oh, it used to yes, be Apple was king in, in all things. And, um, but Android is caught up a lot. I just still think that talkback is just still a little more frustrating to use than voiceover. They're both vo frustrating in some areas, but Sure. Talkback is just a little more frustrating um, or voiceover is a little less frustrating. You know, there's voiceover just has some some gestures that are amazing. And I wish Talkback would would get um, although they they you know, they just did the release and then they've they've gotten a bunch of really cool gestures. And, and I was so excited about that. Um, got a little verklempt, uh, you know, when, when I got that update. <laughs> but um uh, like the two finger double tap to answer a call, hang up a call, start and stop dictation. Um, I mean, there's just, there's some things that are just, it works so well. And I wish Android had something similar. But you can do a two finger double tap to answer or hang up the call, but probably not on your Samsung, Sam. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, they they did just release like like last month. I finally got the update for a lot of these things, um, and so that's I was I was really excited to see that. Um, but you know, I mean, I was just using it today, and I will be swiping through something, and it will start to read a word, and then just stop. It'll you know, it's like for no reason, it just stops reading, and then I'll swipe back and I'll swipe forward again, and it will read about three quarters of the word and stop. And it's like, why? Why are you stopping? Why are you not reading this? You've been reading everything else. Um, or certain areas where it just doesn't read, you know, like um, certain comments on on some social media things. Um, it's like one month it'll work, one month it won't work. Um, but are you, not, are you using TalkBack or Voice Assistant? Talkback, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. But I, like I said, I'm not, I'm not just praising voiceover. Voiceover has its issues as well. Okay. So what about um, you, Derek? Carrie's like, you were supposed to be here for me to help. <laughs> Jeez, Sam. I know. Well, you got to tell the truth, right? I mean, <laughs> she's going to put all three of us on one side and her on the other. <laughs> I'm going to have to black. recruit some more people to come on here and help me out. <laughs> Well, I, I think I think the thing about voiceover versus talkback, it, it, Sam is right. Voiceover is probably, maybe it's not quote unquote better, but it is less frustrating in a lot of ways. Um, I, when I use talkback, there were one of the pro major problems I had was the proximity sensor because I bring the phone close to my face. I always would like get it too close and then it would stop reading because it was too close. I'm like, no, oh, yeah. I want, uh, what is happening? So you got to turn that off. <laughs> yeah, I had to figure that out. I'm like, oh, I got to yeah. turn this off. So that was an issue. And then um, just just the way talkbacks seemed to flow, like when I swiped, there was, the way it flowed was weird to me. Again, I'm a voiceover user. And so um, it was just an, an odd feeling. And the, some of the, the noises it made, you know, some of the sound effects and such, I was like, this doesn't, it doesn't feel like the way it felt on an iPhone. Um, and, and I think the other thing is that whole hardware software being made by the one company, voiceover has been working with an iPhone for all this time and they're not having to create sort of, you know, voice assistant talk back. It's not going to work differently on the next generation of iPhone, not to mention the updates. Sam mentioned he just got the update. I don't know how Android updates work. If you're an iPhone user and you get the update, everybody gets it on the same day, uh, which usually means everybody's trying to download it the same day, but that's a whole nother problem. Um, <laughs> but we all get the same update, you know, like whether it's a good or crap update, we all get it. And so I, I think that, that voiceover has been integrated so much with the um, with the software and the hardware. Plus, and, and I can't say too much about this because I'm not a, a huge developer, but developers, I think, create more for the iPhone than they do for Android a lot of times, or at least mainstream people. So when they're taking into account accessibility, they're thinking of voiceover. They're not thinking of TalkBack first. And so I think that probably has a lot to do with it as well. Well, I'm not so sure of that, but um, let's hear about um, Juan. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm really trying to figure out how to jump in here because you guys are bringing up all these good points already, and I'm like, ah, oh, crap! Derek already said this, or Sam already said this, so I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to fight for whatever scraps that information. Maybe you say something nice about Talkback then, Juan. No, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, really. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> hey, well, I, I will say this though. It's like. I'm glad to hear that that talkback has been improving because I mean here's the thing, it's like if both keep improving, then it's just going to give both competition to keep improving. So really, at the end of the day, we both win. <laughs> so true. That's very true. So, but uh, as far as voiceover is concerned, though, I mean, I think I think it is pretty smooth, though. I I do like a lot of the gestures. Uh, some of them are. You know, I, I still don't know why the double tap is called magic tap. That's kind of, I don't know what's very magic about it. More like, uh, why did why did you activate my music again? Tap, but uh, you know, oh, yeah. yes, yes, but, that's true. <laughs> I mean, unless that's the magic part, but uh, but no, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I really, I really like using voiceover a lot. It's like it, it doesn't really fail on me, and if it does, then if there's a bug that pops up, it's like okay, I can just usually if I. Just toggle voiceover off and turn it back on. It usually does the trick. Uh, yeah. The one area where I do kind of like uh, it does come short though is 
because I, I'm using uh, a keyboard with with my MacBook Air, uh, I have the the latest one. Sometimes when I'm I'm doing a lot of the voiceover command uh, keyboard uh, gestures as well, keyboard commands as well, and sometimes I don't know why I, this happens, but the commands list pops up, and I'm like, uh, and I, <laughs> since I'm using screen curtain, I'm just like, uh, where am I? <laughs> so. <laughs> That, that's that's the only time I'm I'm really like wondering like okay but then again uh I mean I'll forgive them for a bit because I mean this it's a you know it's a peripheral a peripheral uh it's a, it's, yeah it's an accessory that I'm using so yeah. it's not really part of the part of the main uh, hardware but no I, I mean I, I think that we should push companies farther to you know improve their accessibility instead of kind of like oh thanks for giving us some accessibility you know I think that if we um, encourage them more to to actually fight for that and to put more effort into that, I think that it could be better overall for everybody. Oh, I totally agree. I mean, I, I think, you know, I don't think we should just be like completely content with uh, what we have. I mean, we really should be suggesting, to, you know, to both like, hey, this this might work better. This could work better because I already have like a few thoughts of like, well, maybe if 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 uh, this gesture was improved, you know, in this app or in this feature, it might work better. So yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it's better to just, you know, keep telling them like, hey, we have ideas on how maybe to improve this product because we're using this on a daily basis. So <laughs> yeah, um, I also want to share some of my thoughts. Um, <laughs> no, well, and, okay. <laughs> well, okay, so. I mean, I like to, you know, speak, say things as I see it, right? Okay, so um, just like Sam, I I really like Android, okay? I am going to use Android for not just because of accessibility, but because I just like the whole platform. But I will say that um, iPhone uh, for voiceover has a higher, uh, faster response. Um, like there's things you can do on the Android side that will make it faster, like the response, but it's just honestly like the the gesture or like the, the time that it takes between swiping and voiceover talking is faster than um, with TalkBack, especially if you're using the Google text-to-speech engine, which, um, you know, has its, I don't, particularly like but anyway that's okay um and but but if you look at it though right now how much improvements has voiceover gotten over the past couple of years compared to talkback i think that um overall talkback has made so many more improvements in the last couple of years and i think like in a way, Apple's kind of sitting back and saying, oh, well, voiceover is great and we don't have to do as much. Uh, whereas like Google's like, oh, uh, you know, there's so many blind people on Apple, maybe we should uh, actually improve the accessibility on um, Android devices. And like now, like what Sam was saying, um, with the new update, which is really great, even for older phones um, that don't get the multi-finger uh, gestures, it has improved so much. I think like just the responsiveness of it, as well as uh, I really like the new voice commands. I don't know if you tried that out, Sam, but it's really actually 
pretty cool and it's yeah. pretty responsive because it uses the google um text to speech uh, no speech to text uh to like interpret your command so you know that's really good but yeah mm -hmm. so those are just a little bit of my thoughts <laughs> well some people would, some people on the apple side would say well yeah talkback had a really long way to go though that's why they made so much improvement <laughs> <laughs> i knew that was coming <laughs> Yeah, actually, I was, I was going to say something similar. I mean, yeah. the thing about, yeah. I mean, if I mean, I'm I'm not I'm not going to put like voice over too much on a pedestal here, but it's like, but if if it works pretty well already, it's kind of hard to make all these minor improvements or these improvements, and if they are, they're going to be rather minor in comparison to like Talkback, which I don't know, guys. Don't get so complacent because watch out. Maybe you never know. Maybe in like five years, Talkback is going to go. And then if, everybody is going to move to it. <laughs> if if Talkback, I will say this: if Talkback does that, then you know more power to them because <laughs> there there are tons of Android users that use their phone every day and would much appreciate that. I mean, honestly, if I were sighted, I'd probably use an Android phone because the screen's better and it's got better stuff. But I'm not; I'm visually impaired, and accessibility takes. Maybe that's a good question to ask. I don't know if we've thought about this, but. For me, accessibility is number one. Like the, all the other things that come along with that, you know, because I'm a tech nerd, I like all those other things and this screen and this uh, RAM and all these fancy, you know, but it's like, yeah, but what's the accessibility? It, if it, you know, because I will choose certain apps based on their accessibility. Like, for example, using um, basic apps like a to do list app, I use an app called Todoist because it's very accessible. There are other apps which might work better, but they're not as accessible, so they lose. They don't. I don't use them, uh, and that goes with a lot of things. So, where does accessibility fall with us? If it's you know second or third down the list, we might make a different choice. But if it's first, then we're gonna, maybe we'd make a different choice based on that. So, um, you know, I, I hopefully no matter as Juan said, competition you know breeds excellence. Hopefully, um, but what would we choose if we were cited? Would we still choose iOS? Would we still choose Android? Sounds like Carrie would choose Android, burn iOS, uh, and Effigy. But Derek, I think you made a really good point though about about accessibility because I mean, if here's the thing, um, if it wasn't for me learning about how to use VoiceOver, me learning how to use about accessibility, I wouldn't be as invested in the Apple ecosystem as I am now. So that that accessibility plays such a huge part in why i, I use uh, those products so that that's definitely like priority number one thought for me like is it accessible and for me it's like hey if, if voiceover works well in it then yeah it's accessible for me at least yeah totally mm -hmm. yeah i will say one thing though and carrie carrie's probably going to be happy that i'm going to say this but and i want to get <laughs> you guys's opinion um the one thing that drives me crazy about voiceover is when you're trying to talk on the phone and all of a sudden voiceover starts talking and the, the screen wakes up and your cheek is touching it. And it's just, <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Well, the first thing is because to, as, as a bit of a, um, to preempt this, whenever I get a phone call or I'm making a phone call, I try to turn voiceover off. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm much better at it now, but when I was a new iPhone user, I would try to turn voiceover off before the phone, before the uh, call had been picked up. So while it was ringing, which yeah. of course just hangs up the phone, phone call. The phone. <laughs> so <laughs> I would hang up on so many people. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So is I that, agree. I agree. Am I doing something wrong, or is that just like uh, happens to everybody? No, I think it happens to everybody. And now, now since the new update, I use the back tap, the triple tap or double oh, tap yeah. or whatever on the back of the phone. I use it so that I don't because I did that too. Um, I always try to turn voiceover off if I'm on the phone. It's just simpler. I like it in some cases, but and if I'm on my AirPods or something, it's not as big a deal because it's not coming out of the speaker. But yeah, um, yeah I, I definitely agree. It's it can be annoying. Yeah. So there you go, Carrie. That's a that's a plus for Android. Well, Juan, do you have that issue? Do you do you turn voiceover off if you're on the phone? Oh. Man. Uh, I, I don't like keep it on, but I, I do understand though what you guys are talking about. There is this one bug on the iPad at least that I can tell if I'm doing a FaceTime audio call and I get a notification and voiceover speaks back notification. It's like, okay, great. But next thing you know, voiceover is like FaceTime audio call four minutes, five seconds. Then five seconds later, FaceTime audio call, four minutes, 10 seconds. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm going to have to go <laughs> yeah. swipe. And then, uh, so so the, if, if I'm on the FaceTime audio call on the iPad, I dread the moment I get any sort of notification because then I'm like, okay, i got to be at the ready to just swipe right or left on this thing because it's uh, at yeah. one point I was, I was even like, I think in the kitchen doing something and I just happened to get a notification for the next minute and a half. I had to deal with like voiceover telling me every five seconds how long this audio call was going on for i'm like oh man no stop yeah. please <laughs> I, definitely definitely annoying yeah definitely um so i mean one of the nice things that i also like about android is oh by the way somebody in the chat nimmer um uh, derek said that the the app that you use that's accessible to do something list to, to doist to doist is also really accessible on android just just oh. a, just as PS. awesome <laughs> to do um, to doist is a it's not anything to do with blindness but it's a yeah. very good app it's on mac and android and everything it's very good check it out if you want a good to-do list app yeah so um now i, I forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that um uh, oh, Derek, oh, the, okay, go ahead. Real quick, the, uh, the the video that you just recently did about the other app, um, oh, the, Nimbus, uh, yeah, yeah, that one I checked it on Android, and it's about the same as 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 far as some of the buttons not being labeled. Yeah, and I think somebody commented on that video and said it was very similar. So, um, yeah. I, I yeah, but I think the the app itself is is really good. Yeah, and uh, so what I was gonna say is like one thing about Android that I really like is that it goes back to how customizable it is. So if you don't like the phone app you're using, you can change that. You can get a different dialer. Uh, if you don't like the messages app that you know you're using, you can go get that. You know, um, and then if you don't like the browser that you're using, you can change the default. Uh, Apple is right. doing that in a very limited sense now, but you know, you can change pretty much everything on your Android. You can even change the launcher, uh, which is basically your home, oops, your home screen. And like, uh, you know, one thing that bugs me is I really like my icons in a specific place. And then like that on the iPhone, it just, locks it into this grid and i don't always like that i don't i want to have it my way and not apple's way so that that's one thing that i will say yeah i like um i did like the customization what i found what happened to me on android was 
okay, I'm, oh my gosh, I can try out different phone apps and mail apps. This is great. So I had like 75 mail apps that I tried. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to use the first one. That's what I'm going to end up using. Because, so that happened to me. I, I think it's a it's a balance, you know, when you're trying to find, because again, accessibility, they, they're not all accessible, just like on the iPhone, not all apps are accessible. And so I would find some that were and some launchers were and some weren't and things like that. And I'm like, and I would just go down the rabbit hole and trying them all. And I was like, I just wasted four days of my life. <laughs> four days. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I go nuts. I go nuts. This is why I'm like, I shouldn't use an Android phone. I, I so much time. Yeah. Um, I do want to touch on another thing that, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but um, for Android, at least I really like WeZoom, which is a magnification app um, that you can use the camera on the back of your phone and basically use it like a video magnifier or CCTV. And I have not yet found one on iPhone that is comparable. Like you can use the the built-in magnifier app and Apple, but it's just not very friendly i don't know so correct me if i'm wrong uh well sam do you know if there's any other magnification apps uh, on android uh, on um on, on iOS? ios i mean yeah. <clears throat> i'm sorry I, yeah on ios yeah i haven't um i haven't really done a lot a big search for them um that's that's one yeah i'll kind of echo that point um you know i did a video recently with a for uh, beeping level indicator, liquid level indicator, or not liquid level, but, um, you know, uh, level indicator app. Um, and I found several on Android. I didn't find any on iOS. Um, I did, I did a search for accessible keyboards. I found one on iOS. I found how, you know, a dozen on Android. So it seems like there's, there's a lot, much more variety on, uh, as far as apps on available on Android. I, I will say the built-in magnifier on iOS, I, I use fairly regularly, maybe not every day, but I use it to, maybe if I want to look at uh, a quick note somebody wrote me or, you know, something like that. And I found it to be very, very useful. And now it, maybe it doesn't have quite all the features as like a CCTV would have, you know, whether it's, uh, for example, I'm using, um, I think, Sam, you did a video on this, the, the Patriot Pro. Um, yeah. And, and it's made by a specific company that then builds it into the iPad and sends it to you and so forth. But that's got, you know, what we think of as CCTV uh, features. You know, you can change the color of the font and the background and it's got OCR in it and things like that. And obviously the built-in magnifier is not going to be used for that. But um, I think those use cases, I've used it um, and I really enjoy it. The question I would ask to Sam and, and Carrie, what, uh, let's say you found a dozen apps that do this thing. of those dozen how many of them are like actually, you know, good apps you would use? Are are all a dozen great? Or is it like, well, these three are decent, the rest are crap. Like, I don't know because I don't have an Android. Well, actually, um, when it, like for specifically keyboards, um, there's a new podcast called um, <laughs> Blind Android Users. And they did a episode of all the different uh, accessible keyboards on Android. So it's mm. not just like, oh, you have to like search like 20 apps and find like only one that's accessible. It's like there's options there and, uh, you know, some have other features that the others don't. So, I mean, yeah. I don't 
think necessarily it's like all of them are just not accessible. It's just, you just have to know which ones are and there's more out there than you might think. Oh yeah, well, I'm sure there, like I said, I don't I don't use, so sometimes it's easy to assume that, you know, they're, they're all junk mm -hmm. or whatever, but I don't have an Android, so I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, what, that, would, that would be the argument an Apple person would make. It's like, well, we only have one app that does that, but yeah, but all those other 12 are junk. Our app's really good. You know, that's like, <laughs> uh, no, right. you know. I get that about um, seeing AI. A lot of people tell me like uh, um, that about like iPhone having seeing AI and they wouldn't know what they would do if they were on Android and they didn't have seeing AI, which I always argue back. Like there is uh, Google Lookout, there is Envision, there's SuperSense, which is also on, on iOS too. And then there's like free options like Speak and which also do a really good job too. So I did want to mention that. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think iOS point. has those. I think, it, oh, hold on. I'm sorry, Juan, I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, I, I think iOS has those notable apps. You know, like those well-known, like uh, uh, seeing AI that oh, so many blind people. Know. Oh, yeah, seeing AI, I know that. But there probably are other options that aren't as, quote, notable as seeing AI because it got a lot of, um, you know, a lot of press uh, uh, all around. It. It's like, oh, look, at this Microsoft are doing this cool stuff. Uh, and then it's like, yeah, well, these, you know, these three or four apps over here on Android have been doing really cool stuff. They just don't get the notability um, maybe that the, uh, the new fancy iPhone apps are getting. Yeah. <laughs> Juan, did um, you? I'm sorry, I, I cut Juan off. I don't know if he wants to say something. Oh no, no, I, I was just going to mention seeing AI earlier in the conversation, but you, you guys beat me to it. It's a good app, I will say. Yeah, yeah, I, I call it the the Swiss Army knife <laughs> because it it, mm -hmm. it can do quite a bit. So, uh, I'm I, I didn't know this until recently, but I, I didn't realize you could actually save uh, pictures from it now when you when you snap something. So. Oh, yeah, can you save it now? Really, oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't realize you could do that now. Good to know. Hey Juan, uh, it's now that you are um, have been doing AT training for a while. Have you found that you needed to start learning Android as well? Like, are you running into clients that want to learn Android? Uh, I haven't run into that yet. I mean, there there are a few out there, but the thing, most of the training, like. I'm having to, to do is uh, with just low vision iPhone users. But the thing is, I, I kind of want to go back to like uh, something you said earlier. The one thing that uh, while while you did say you and Carrie said that Android is customizable and that's great though. When it comes from an instructor's perspective though, because I, I even do this with my own Apple products, it's like I try not to have one too many customizable like commands and stuff like that because then. I don't want to get used to what I'm used to. And next thing you know, I'm wondering like, hey, how come this isn't working for you? Oh, wow. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry about that. Mm. So yeah, I just, yeah. I just don't want to, I just don't want to, you know, it, it might be a little more difficult to, to train someone who's, uh, you know, who's well-versed on Android because who knows how many, how many, you know, tweaks and things they've customized. Whereas you might have like a lesson plan ready to go and that might go out the window when they, when you find out like, oh, wow, they've changed a little bit of everything so mm. i just wanted that's, to that's good yeah, point. That into the mix. i hadn't thought of that yeah yeah as as a, a at trainer um working with somebody with their android is a nightmare uh because <laughs> just just from what i said earlier you know <clears throat> the exact same phone could could look completely different once you get into it 
And yeah. um, I oftentimes will have people will come in and, you know, this is also going back to what um, we were talking about earlier about the, the hardware and the software being produced by separate companies. And, um, you know, you guys also mentioned older phones being slower, slower processors, all of that. So I'll have someone come in and they've got like a Samsung A9 or something, which is just a, just a budget Samsung phone, which is a really slow processor. And I'll show them my phone and my giant clock widget and my big icons and the dark background and all this. And they're like, oh yeah, can you do that to my phone? And I'm like, yeah, but it's going to take a while because this is, you know, that's installing several programs. Um, and then, then when we get it all said and done, your phone might not be fast enough to work the same as mine. So as a trainer, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to work with Android. That's true. I will give you guys that. But at the same time, once you have it customized the way you like it, it, better for you so the person who's using it so at least i yeah. think so um uh, one thing that i um think it uh, um is that um for for android at least um I, I I don't know. I can't remember what I was going to say. <laughs> Sam, yours. <laughs> I don't know. I got distracted. We have, we have thrown her off track. <laughs> our, our work here is done. Yeah. Yes. Okay. One thing I'll mention while while Carrie's trying to regain her her composure, um, <laughs> that uh, the it would behoove Google to continue working on Android's accessibility. Um, and continue to update it and try and make it as the best it can be because, you know, it's easy for us here in the States to think, wow, everybody seems to have an iPhone, but globally, Android leads the market easily in, in, in cell phones. Um, you know, it's like 75% of the market uh, is Android and 25% is uh, Apple. So there's a lot more Android out there than I, uh, Apple so um, especially in, you know, under underdeveloped countries, it would it would it makes sense that they would continue to work hard on making it as best as it can be, as good as it can be. Yeah, yeah I definitely and, agree. Well, Go ahead, Juan. No, and this is a bit off topic, though, as well, since we're not talking about like, you know, like computers or anything like that. But it kind of reminds me of like how uh, NVDA has so many users like, you know, outside of the U.S. as well. And it's like, you know, but most of the time here, we just hear about like uh, most Windows users using JAWS, but NVDA is, mm. has a pretty big market share as well. Yeah, yeah, but well, for NVDA, I know a lot of people who use it, even here in the U.S. So, um, but I think that globally, uh, definitely, I agree with Sam. Um, Android phones are definitely more accessible price-wise and just availability-wise um, in underdeveloped or developing countries. So, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, one question I want to ask all of you guys is, what's one thing that you would want on, whether it's Android or iOS, that comes from the other side. So like, Derek, what do you wish that Apple had that uh, Android has and vice versa? Oh, that's, a, that's a good question. I think <laughs> probably, I was just thinking about it. We were talking about like, you know, accessibility on, on the Google side and Android and such. Um, 
I wouldn't be surprised if they, you know, do amazing things because so many of the phone components on Android seem to surpass the phone components uh, on the iPhone. You know, the screen, the size, the um, internal stuff, you know, all that, all that stuff seems to surpass the uh, iPhone itself. I think where iPhone, and again, going back to what we said, I think where iPhone does great is they make the hardware and the software so they're working together. Um, but some of those Android phones are fantastic. I mean, they're just quote unquote better phones as far as all the, the stuff that's in there. You know, they've some got- Some of them, some of know, them. Say, yeah. Some of them, not all of them. Yes, I agree. <laughs> you know, some maybe you get a budget phone, you're like, oh, this is as good as an iPhone. No, that's not. Um, but, you know, I, I would want some of those components that make up an Android phone, you know, like a better screen. And, uh, you know, the, the ability to um, have certain gestures and, uh, you know, face ID versus touch ID, all those kinds of things that the Google and, and, you know, Samsung and such seem to be doing. That's probably what I'd love to see, you know, with I the will iPhone. say that I prefer touch ID. I know a lot of people who like face ID uh, like on the ID Android better. side, but I that thing doesn't like my face or something. I, I don't know, but no, I'm always like, I've got to do it at least three times. I'm like here, no, here, here. So, <laughs> so like, I just think um, if I touch the phone, I'm going to pick it up. And while I'm picking it up, I just touch the fingerprint sensor. It's just so much easier than having to like have good lighting or whatever. Well, now you don't technically have to have the best lighting, but especially now though, with the mask and everything. Yeah. I'm yeah, like, like I like the what it wasn't weren't there Android phones that had a touch sensor on the back? Yes, uh, Pixel that, does. And that is does, I okay. prefer it like that. And I don't yeah, know how they're gonna do that. the underprint um under the screen fingerprint scanner, but yeah, I like Sam this because now. I don't like I I like this better. You can feel it. It's inset yeah. and everything. Yeah. 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 Um so um, what about you, Sam? Uh, I would say it's not really an accessibility, but it, it helps with accessibility is just like we talked about. Um, I, I really like the fact that iPhone makes both the hardware and the software. So that's the main reason um, that a lot of it like voiceover works well. Uh, and it's so speedy and everything like that. It's because it's, it, it was made to work with this specific hardware. Um, there are I always, rumors. Always, there are rumors that like Google is working on its own chipset that it's going to put into its phone. So we'll see where that goes. But anyway, yeah, but even still, though, you know, like like Samsung, <laughs> Samsung's probably not going to adopt that. You know, it's like, yeah, um, well, Samsung's just Samsung. One thing hey that now. I really didn't like about Samsung when I did have a note, a note for it, it was a long time ago. Every time I went to go use a really cool like feature that note had, it would say, oh, I have to turn off. You cannot use voice assistant. You can't use screen magnification. Uh, yeah. You can't use this. You can't use that. Well, what? what? <laughs> yeah. That's just not cool. I, I really didn't like that. <laughs> Yeah, the, the one that bugs me now is that um, I use a third-party messaging app, mm -hmm. and I can't do some cool stuff that Samsung is, you know, it's like, oh, you can do these cool things in our new thing, in our new phones, because I'm using that third-party app. I have mm -hmm. to use the Samsung messaging app, which is terrible. I'm like, come on, people. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I need iMessage. Yeah. Oh, so that that would be mine. Um, 
<laughs> I don't know if you guys caught this. Just while you, while Carrie, you were saying about the about the custom chips for for Google, I was just poking fun. I was like, even though they don't even make they don't even make phone chips, but I was like, Intel's not gonna like that either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Intel's like, what the heck, guys? Like, geez. <laughs> So if if you were to ask me about like what, what I would like to see uh, an improvement accessibility wise on the iPhone that that uh, that an Android has, uh, it's something that you touched on in in a recent video, Carrie, actually about the magnification, because usually uh, I, I don't really I'm not a fan of the three finger you know gestures and things like that. So I really wish there was a much simpler way to uh, I don't know because I mean when you have a small screen. On the phone, it's kind of hard enough to to read things when you magnify them, let alone when you have three fingers in, in front of your face mm -hmm. already. Yeah. Um, yes. And I also think that uh, the while I like the zoom controller, I like that you can even customize it to do like uh, like uh, not te well not text to speech, but uh, what's it called speak screen. You can even customize it to do that. But I do wish that controller was just a little bit bigger because yeah, like like how you said, Carrie, that. Uh, it might be tough for some people to see that. So if it feels just a little well, bit larger on the screen. The thing is with the zoom controller it, that, that I found is that it either is too small or like you can't exactly uh, customize the size of it, but also it just gets in the way on it's on top of whatever app that you're using and so you have mm -hmm. to like move it around and then if you like you can also change the transparency but if you make that too low then yeah. then i lost it yes. i'm like where did, where did the zoom controller go <laughs> <laughs> and like one thing i really like on the android magnification too is like uh, it's similar to how you i think you press and hold the zoom uh controller and you can like zoom in uh, for a little bit and then it will zoom you right out. Like, I don't know if I'm describing that um, well, but uh, with Android, you do like a triple tap and you hold and you can slide your finger around and it'll follow you instead of like using two fingers. So I don't know mm -hmm. for, for that, I, I definitely agree, Juan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something else about too about the Zoom. I, th I think they've improved it, but it used to be super um, finicky with the physics, like the physics were cranked up way too oh high. So yeah. <laughs> it would just go flying across the screen all the time. You have to do yeah. it very, very gently. Drag very slowly and deliberately. Yeah. Gently lift your hand off. Yeah, they, they've improved on that. that off. Yeah, I yeah. That off, I think, yeah. So. What about you, Carrie? I know it's going to be horrible for you to say, but is there something that you would like to see <laughs> on Android from Apple? Well, Smoke I just starts coming out of her ear. <laughs> no, um, actually, you know what I would really like is the mute switch. I'm very jealous for iPhones. I know there's oh, some, wow. but very few Android phones or like somewhere out there has like the mute switch, but I really like that. I think that's really helpful. Like on Android, there's no super easy way to switch between like normal vibration. So yeah, that's one thing that I would, I mean, there's a lot of things that I wish they could just kind of like sit, come together and have a baby. And, you know. <laughs> okay. I, I Android, that's what we need. Oh boy, I don't think Apple would like that. <laughs> they act. <I>, yeah. 
Um, <laughs> but also another thing that like iPhone is trying to do now is incorporate a little bit more customizability where you can triple tap on the uh, the uh, the lock button and on the back of the screen so that mm -hmm. you can, um, what do you call it, have more shortcuts. But the thing with Android is that it has a lot more um, and even for Samsung, they have even more. And you can even get like third party apps to do things like if you want to change some gestures or have specific gestures or or like change what the fingerprint scanner does and have it open apps and or do like other system things, you can have it do that. So for me, I really like to to customize the phone. So it re I think it really just depends on what you value. So like a lot of people just like what Derek and Juan says, you guys like just want to be able to pick up the phone and use it. But I want to be able to tweak it the way that mm. I want um, mm. and customize it so that when I do use it, it'll be better for me. Yeah, I agree. What It's what you value. I, I know even in uh, voiceover now, I don't know if it was the I was 14 or 13, but Juan would know probably. But you can change, not change, but uh, add some new voiceover gestures, you know, like, oh, this swipe, this tap will do different things. And, I don't. I don't think I use any of those because I tried, but again, I waste a bunch of time going. Well, and what can I do? I, I think I use maybe one where I swipe to go up to the status bar or something. But I, I just don't customize a bunch of stuff like this. This works. Okay, great. I'm. You know, that's just that's not something that's high on my value list. So yeah, you're right, Kara. I just want the phone to work out of the box and, and get it going. And so if you if you value the customization over that, you'll definitely want to use. An Android for sure. Yeah, if you're satisfied with what Apple gives you, then by all means. <laughs> <laughs> you're satisfied with the small morsel that you've been given. <laughs> on the floor. But on um, iPhone, they actually copied, um, like with TalkBack, being able to customize the gesture, something like TalkBack had from the beginning. They finally did that too, which is good. But also, again, um, even after the update with TalkBack, like the amount of the number of actions that you can take or like assign to a gesture still doesn't compare to the the voiceover, like the amount of different actions you have as, um, mm -hmm. that you can assign to a gesture. So, but it's getting better. Right. I mean, that's what I like about the voiceover. I don't really have to customize too much because I mean, a lot of the gestures just work for me. I know for some people, the the rotor, you know, the, the twisting motion kind of throws people off. It's a little bit confusing. So, but the nice thing is that yeah. I can just be like, hey, you know, you want to you want to change it to like a you know a swipe instead. You can go ahead and do that just to make it easier. You mean like Android? How we just have to swipe too? No. Just <laughs> <laughs> Just, just because you guys do it first doesn't mean you do it better all the time. So. Oh, shoot. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, well, yeah. yeah. Router, the, the iPhone has the router that people get confused, but like for I, um, Android, you have the angle gestures that a lot of people have trouble with. Oh, is that oh, what yeah, you sort of like down and over? And yeah, yeah. Up and left. Yeah, yeah I, I had those. I thought that was a neat idea when I first started using it, and I was like, Wait, is it down and up or up and over? I don't know. When you use it more, you remember, just like any other. Do you? That's good. That's good, because I could not. I was like, I don't. Yeah, I mean, with, with the rotor, it's like I, I try to keep it kind of limited because I don't want to. I mean, if you add every single rotor item, I mean, more power to you. But 
if you really want to twist, 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 like, oh man, like, just, just, just oh, yeah. you know, pick That's... the ones you really need because you're going to be like, twisting the round. I just quite need a while. headings. Where's headings? I'm turning this for an hour. I, I, and I always turn the wrong way, where if I had turned left, it would have went right to it. Oh, yeah. It's like, shoot. Oh, story oh, you know, of my life right there. Yep. <laughs> like, shoot. Should have turned left. About. <laughs> One nice thing about TalkBack now with the voice commands, you just tell it and it'll change the type of navigation you want to go by. So that's cool. That's nice. Um, but but on the iPhone side, they do definitely, I think VoiceOver does better with web views um, and there's more granularity mm. controls uh, mm -hmm. with VoiceOver. So, you know, you can move by uh, more things like whereas TalkBack, you just have like, what is it? Heading, links, uh, you know, it's come, I can't remember everything, but um, it's more limited. So there's, there is that too. I'll give you guys that. It, it sure seems like we're just, you know, with Android and iOS, you go back and forth with like, yeah, well, this is great. Yeah, well, we do this. Well, we do have this. There's just all this, you know, I, I really do wish there was a way that obviously is non existent, but they could just combine to be like, let's have all the good parts of this and all the good parts of this. And put them together because right, I can't. Yeah, can't the uh, whoever who's the CEO of Google? Has, you know, whoever that is, call up Tim Cook, have a breakfast meeting, put all these <laughs> you know things together, and you know that's. But I guess that's what makes competition. You know, yeah. that's it's good for all of us in the end that they're they're constantly. Although I would say Apple has gotten a bit settled. And it's like we're Apple, we're good. They're still mm. they're going to buy these phones. Who cares what we do? Um, so, but that's well, that's given that's given Google that you know. Okay, continue. That that's given Google that ability to just slowly creep up and creep up, and maybe in five years, Talkback will be will be all going. Oh my gosh, voiceover is awful. Why don't I have Talkback? <laughs> you know, maybe I don't know, but I think slowly they're they're man managing the. Um, you know the 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 new things they can do and and making it better. Whereas iPhones are like, yeah, we're good, we're fine. Like you know, we'll just rip yeah. off a couple of Android features every year and call it a day. <laughs> I think they both do I that. Mean, they both do that. <laughs> yeah. Bottom bottom line is, I think what we're what we're getting out of this conversation is like we got good stuff, but uh, some of our stuff need need some improvement. So you know, this comes from both sides. I mean, yeah. I, I do kind of agree with Derek though that like it seems like voiceover hasn't been improving too much or like maybe Apple's a little you know too comfortable with this. I, I do want to see further improvements with voiceover like the like the screen recognition like you know the the work they're doing with the with uh, adapting to the lidar scanner you know I think that's great and I'm, I hope to keep making improvements like that you know they, they, but they, I just don't want to see them get a little too comfortable with what we got right now because it, it can still use improvements here and there. Yeah, definitely. I mean, like, like Derek was saying, it would be really nice to have like the ideal accessible, like smartphone, but in reality, you know, it's actually the competition that drives both of them forward. So, yeah. so yeah, we'll just have to do this in five years and maybe I, I will say that I'm wrong. <laughs> Or maybe Derek will have to convert Derek and Juan. Who knows? <laughs> or, You're going to send me a bunch of money. Because I'm going to have to buy a new computer. Or I don't know where Elon Musk comes up with some phone and tries to take 
everybody out all at once. With this phone. That that yeah. could be possible. I have no doubt that he'll come out with a phone because everything like you just look at it and it you know reads your mind and does exactly what you want. So well, that's what I was about to say. Is are, are the four of us going to form a company here and make the the, the perfect accessible phone? <laughs> you know what? Even if we did that, even if we said we took all the great features, somebody would be like, yeah, but it doesn't do this. Like, <laughs> yeah, so, you're right. Yeah, right. right. It, we will not please everybody. So. And why is it so expensive? <laughs> yeah. Why does it cost $4,000? Because there's only two. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a Jetsons phone that way. <laughs> it's the Jets, Yeah. <laughs> that would be nice. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think it. I, I was going to say, I think it kind of goes back to what you said originally, Carrie, that um, no matter what you have, you're going to be able to make it work. I mean, um, you know, oh, like totally like, like Eric said, or, or there's uh, this one does this better than this and this one does that better than this. So whatever you have, it, you're going to be able to it's going to be able to do what you want it to do. Well, it's a good time to be blind. You know, if there ever such is such a thing, it's it's a really yeah. good time because there's so much. I mean, you know, we're all um, of a certain age that we remember probably um, back before all this stuff, before smartphones and so forth. And um, you know, it's, well, maybe maybe not Carrie. That's true. She's young and, <laughs> and you know innocent. But even especially <laughs> Sam. I mean, he's he's really old. So I know. Um, I'm the elder statesman. That. Yeah, right. He remembers all this, and just just using all this stuff. And now, if you come into my house, you probably don't even realize there's a blind person, except for the bump dots on my microwave and and oven. Um, you know, you don't you don't realize that because I don't have a massive thing over here and a big computer and blah, blah. I don't have all that stuff because so much mainstream equipment is accessible now. Mm -hmm. And could it be better? Certainly. But even my rinky dink little TV upstairs has a screen reader on it. Is it good? Eh, it's all right, <laughs> but you know, but it's in there and it's like, wow, that, that is great. And so, yeah, yeah, you can definitely, as Sam said, you can make it work with just about anything. Yeah. yeah I, I, I we're talking about like different brands, different, you know, just technology, assistive technology on different brands. Just the fact, like Derek said, it is a pretty good time to be blind. Because I mean, we have we don't just have like this one brand to rely on. It's like there's several, and you know, there's choices, and that's that's the awesome thing. Now it's like like even with the TV, like like you said, Derek, like the screen reader might not be good right now, but who knows? Maybe in a few years, it'll it'll improve and you know just take us all by surprise. Yeah, you just never know. That's yeah, yeah I definitely agree. Thing. Like this is one of the best times to be blind. Yeah, yeah, like but like just imagine once they come out with self-driving cars like that that would be really funny if there was like an Android car and then, then like an Apple like car. An Apple car. <laughs> oh, I, I bet there will be. I bet there will I'm be. sure there will be in 20 yeah. years, I would imagine. Maybe and we'll be having this this pod, yeah. this uh discussion in the future which about which car you get? <laughs> yes which car i'll have to wait for the sc model since i can probably afford that one instead that's right you need <laughs> the SC model. we'll probably have to sell our souls to be able you to know, yeah because yeah, yeah, you know the regular apple car is going to be pricey so i have to wait for the apple car se instead so it might be a, that's what you'll need yeah <laughs> It only has three wheels. Oh, uh, yeah. It's got all the features. They're just made out of plastic. <laughs> oh, no. I think Juan left. 
Oh, I think we lost one. I bet he dropped off. His phone was like, we're talking too much about Android. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was allergic. Yeah. It's okay, though. <laughs> but anyway, uh, <clears throat> did you guys have any last thoughts about, like, just in general, accessibility um, on Android or iOS? Well, one thing, um, you know, we talked about magnification and screen reader, but we didn't really talk about like color inversion or. Mm, oh, yeah, that's true. Um, you know, iOS has smart, smart invert. Um, so, well, you know, one we thing about... that I have a hard time with is, oh, here's Juan back. Hi, Juan. <laughs> oh, I got to put Juan on the other side. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you got disconnected um, there. <laughs> your phone got mad that we we're talking about android no <laughs> but anyway um like because i um in an ideal world i would want everything to be in dark mode white text mm -hmm. on a dark background like for everything yeah. and and the thing is like neither of them i find personally does like the best job at it like what do you guys think I find myself switching back and forth a lot, like invert colors off or on. And even with like an iPhone with a smart invert, it doesn't always do a good job. <laughs> you know, well, what? Luckily, I, uh, the iPhone has iPhone has dark mode now, at least yeah. I think uh, I think I think Android had it for years, just like everything else. But um, at least it has dark mode and maybe it's not perfect, but I'm like, oh, at least at least it's here. Thank God. And we just start, maybe that's. Maybe that's what we're learning about Apple people. We're like, well, it's good enough. <laughs> we just, so. You're satisfied with anything they give you, right, Derek? No. That's, that's pretty. That's pretty much right. That Apple has conditioned us to be satisfied with whatever they give us, and so it can be crap. But we're like, we love it. This is great. Yeah, I um, I I pretty much run with dark mode the whole time on my on both phones and. Any app that offers a dark mode now, like mm -hmm. YouTube and all of this, I will turn it on. Uh, but I, you know what? I was in Facebook and I saw they had a dark mode and I was like, well, let me try that. It's and when I turned it on, I didn't like it in Facebook for some reason. I, I ended up going yeah, I love it. I don't know. I don't, it's like, I maybe I'm just so used to seeing Facebook in the, the white that I was like, you know what? It just doesn't work for me in Facebook, but I love it in YouTube. I, I love it in Twitter. I mean, I don't know. It's, I like it. Um, um, oh, one thing that I did notice was like Twitter. Uh, they have a two dark modes. They have like, a, what is it? Lights out and dim. So one is like white on like a bluish, dark bluish background. And the other one <clears throat> is like white with a black background. Mm. So yes, I, like I know some apps have that. Yeah. yeah, some apps will have that kind of black versus dark. You know, or I prefer uh, the black. Just give me. Yeah, that. I I do too. Like sometimes it's a black versus kind of a darker gray. I'm like, just give me the black. That's yeah. you know, go all the way. Don't like, go wishy washy. Just go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like dark but, mode. I like dark mode. It's just uh, I I try not to use it too much in some more of a screen reader user. But uh, I mean, even it's gotten to the point where even even if i'm looking long enough at the white text it starts hurting my eyes so i have to you know mm -hmm. i i limit the dark mode usage but I, I do like it and uh i tried the lights out mode on twitter and it's like it's a little too dark <laughs> so i had to really? the, 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 the <laughs> one. i'm like yeah that's kind of weird saying that it's like 
I'm used to dark mode, but I'm like, wow, this is even too dark for me. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't have the screen curtain on? <laughs> I can't see I can't anything. anything. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's the great thing, though. Like, I love even on websites on both Apple and Android, you can customize this thing. That's what I'm all about. I think that's cool. You don't just have yeah. to stick with one choice that <clears throat> a certain company gives you. <laughs> no, she's really, she's really driving <laughs> that point home. Isn't she? <laughs> Here's the thing, though: when there's one road, nobody gets lost. So. You still can definitely get lost there. You get off the road. <laughs> no, just... no, not unless you want to get tased. You stay on the road. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stay on the road. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, what about? Oh, we didn't talk about select to speak or speak screen either. Like, do you guys have any um, opinions about the differences between the two? I really don't um, use that on my phone. I'll use it on my Mac. So I'm like when I select a block of text and then hit a key command to have it read out. But on my phone, it's mostly just swiping through the the article or whatever. I play around with it a bit, but uh, I'm not a regular speak screen user. I mean, I do like it that it's incorporated into the, the Zoom controller. So I like to, you know, just use it like that instead of having to turn on the regular speak screen because that's another controller and you know, I don't want to have one too many controllers on the screen. It's okay. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's if, if it's reading something that's a little too long, it's a little harder to, to mute than voiceover. So that's that's my only that's my only complaint about speak screen. So, but I prefer voiceover. What about you, Sam? Yeah, I like um, I like Android Select to Speak. How it puts the little icon down there in the in the taskbar uh, or the navigation bar. Um, I I I use it sometimes. Sometimes I find it's just easier instead of like clicking the icon and then dragging a box. It's easier just to use the shortcut to turn TalkBack on real quick and then touch the text that I need read out loud and then turn it off when I'm done. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I do like it. I think I think it's, you know, because it it goes back to what you were talking about at having some kind of floating semi-transparent mm -hmm. controller um, that you have to move around or you have to try and find that little accessibility guy is always down there unless you're going running with gestures um, if you're using your navigation bar. He's always down there waiting for you out of the way. So I, I, I think it works well. Well, one thing I have been using the gesture navigation for Android and I kind of really like it. But my complaint is that the two finger swipe up isn't doesn't always register. Like I sometimes yeah. have to do it two or three or four. Like what what am I doing wrong? Like Sam, right. uh, are you? facing the same thing with that i am yeah yeah i know i totally agree um they're not they don't always catch yeah and <laughs> the right thing way is yeah. one thing i like about uh, android again is like you can go back to the home back and recent if you want and have the little accessibility guy and i think that also with um android it's it can be easier to have multiple accessibility uh, uh what do you call it um uh, accessibility features enabled, even though it's not actively on, because like when you press and hold the accessibility gesture or the accessibility button, you if you have it on in the settings, uh, you know you can turn all those on. Because I use 
like TalkBack. I use magnification. I use the speak screen and I use live transcribe to talk to my brother who is deaf and that just helps like communicate. Um, so I find it easier to um, than on like iPhone where you're stuck with like the two, just two um, different shortcuts. And yes, you can have that little like window pop up where you can pick one, but I like to dedicate like one yeah. for just talk back and another, another one for like the, the other features. And the thing is, like, mm. I tried to do that on Pablo's iPhone. And the thing is like, whether I did it on the back tap or the triple tapping the lock button, it still gave me that menu. And I'm like, mm. but, but no, I want like one to do one and one to do the other. <laughs> so that Interesting. was interesting. One thing that uh, I struggled with with that. Yeah, that would be nice. And and even you mentioned running uh, multiple features. Like when I run VoiceOver and Zoom is on, even if I'm not zoomed in, it will change some of the gestures. Like mm -hmm. you know, uh, triple tapping with three fingers versus you know I have to quadruple tap with three fingers yeah. if Zoom is on because whatever. So yeah, there's definitely those quirks uh, and kinks. Yeah, but um, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like for the speak screen, do you have the ability to like go backward and forward and change the speed? I can't remember. I don't know, Juan, that, that might be a question uh, for you. So with the speak screen, unless you have the controller turned on, which you can tap on, it does give you options to like speed it up and slow it down as it's reading. But I mean, like I said, once it starts reading, you have to find the controller and then you have to, it, it's, it's not as, uh, it's not the fastest way to, to do things. So that's why I prefer voice over, over speak screen. Mm -hmm. I mean, speak screen is fine if you want, you know, short things being read, at least in my opinion. But if you want something longer, if you want to go back a sentence or two, uh, I'd rather have that control with voice over instead. Yeah. So that's one thing. Um, with Android, you can speed up, slow down, but you can also um, press backward and forward. And like, you can draw a box around what you want it to read, but you can also just turn it on and then just touch where you want it to read and it'll re do it that way too. So, mm. but the thing, is, and then you can just press the play button if you want it to read the whole thing. Um, but one thing that I uh, recently found out about with like Android is this app called Voice, uh, Voice Aloud Reader. Sam, have you used that? No, no. So I don't know, maybe it's on iOS too, but I really like it because I, you can share uh, articles and you can, you can also do like eBooks and all this other stuff too, but it creates the text and puts it into speech format. That's like a MP3, well, it's not MP3, but you know, like a, a music type format. It's separate from the accessibility. So you can pause, play and like, go wherever you want to go. So it's it's something really cool that I really like about Android. What's the app called? It's called Voice Aloud Reader. Okay, okay. I can't, I, for some reason, I kept thinking you said Voice Dream Reader, but that's the... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's similar to like how you can tell Google Assistant to read the article aloud, but um, oh, okay. in this case, you would share it to... Um, share an article or PDF or book or EPUB or whatever to the app and it can start reading it for you. Oh, okay. That was interesting. Yeah. 
But um, I don't know, is there any other accessibility features that you guys use on iPhone or Android? Uh, not really. I mean, I mean, basic stuff that we use, we don't even think about bold text, larger text, um, <laughs> turn down transparency, contrast, you know, things that are always mm -hmm. probably if you have them, they're on and you just don't even think about it. You know, those kinds of things I think are common I features. I do want to mention like really quickly um, because my brother is deaf and I do know that there's some people who are uh, deaf blind or have some hearing loss when they're blind. Like uh, I don't know about the Apple side, but for the Android side, there's something called live transcribe, which I use all the time with my brother. So I can talk to it and it will make my speech into uh, text for him and it also automatically inserts the periods it'll like even have like this little pop-up to to share what's going on in the background if there's laughter or if there's some kind of music or knocking and I know oh oh on Apple there is uh, on Apple and Android they have sound recognition so it can kind of identify kind of like sounds like babies crying or doorbells mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, but also one really cool feature is something called live caption, where it takes the audio from anything on the phone, whether it's a YouTube video, whether it's like a, a any type of video or media or even the Bard app, and it'll convert it to mm -hmm. captions on the screen, which I think is really cool. That is cool. Interesting. Yeah, so I think um, those someone, are pretty... Oh. I was going to say, someone said that voice aloud reader is not on iOS. Okay, so yeah. Of course it's not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. So, oh, there was a couple of questions. Some Somebody was talking about voiceover and maps. Um, do you guys use voiceover and maps, and how accessible do you find those two things i don't like uh, maps at all period <laughs> i don't like apple maps it's not great yeah, yeah it's a bit of an adventure using voiceover with with maps <laughs> i will say once if you have the maps going um like the the app itself is obviously accessible because it's a first party app but i think anything with a map is always a challenge with a screen reader because trying to figure out where it is in the map as far as like finding a location, doing research, you know, typing in, all that kind of stuff is very accessible, but the map itself is always challenging. Um, but once the directions are going, I've been okay, you know, using it. No, I have to agree with that, because, I mean, it, it, it's more of a maps app issue than, uh, than you know, an Apple issue, because I think I try using Google Maps and the regular Apple Maps, and I'm just like, yeah, just the fact that, that it's a map grid or just a map in general, it just makes it a little tough. For uh, for the screen yeah. reader to to be using it, so yeah, I, I think it's more of an issue with like it just being a, a map app, <laughs> to be honest. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you guys I mean, use I... any third party apps for navigation? Uh, I, don't know, I use Google. Uh, Google. Google was giving me problems as well. So. <laughs> Google. Um, yeah. No, I I've used a couple of uh, line specific. Uh, I think like we Lando walk, I think Sam, Sam, you oh, did yeah. a video on that. We walk, there's an app, uh, that connects with the cane. Um, there was another one that 
I tried for a while and it would try to give you like dings on when you were getting close and stuff like that. And I don't know, all of them were just not, you know, maybe if I lived in a walkable area, it might be a little different, but no, if I need a map, I just use Apple maps. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the same here. They don't even have sidewalks or anything. And it's like, you can't even really walk anywhere. So I would love to try, like people have asked me about uh, Laz Lazario and yeah. uh, what's the other one? There's, right here and there's there's a bunch of navigation nearby maps. explorer nearby explorer i think well, that's, that's, gone. that's yeah. gone that's gone and yeah yeah <laughs> but um so it's like i can't even really test those apps so yeah unfortunately we i guess looks like we don't really know much about that part <laughs> so sorry to uh, next, that was asking next week i'm going to be doing a video um sorry Juan. next week i'm going to be doing Whoa. a video about sudo's app of which so, app? Sunu. The oh, Sunu band. Okay. Okay. We'll be doing about their app. So stay tuned for that. They have a navigation component to their app. So. Mm, okay. okay. That's interesting. Um, I was I was just going to say that, like, if, I mean, one thing is that if, if you happen to, you know, own an iPhone and an Apple Watch, uh, it does kind of help with the turn by turn directions and things like that by, you know, vibrating in a certain way. And, uh, and also, if you're, yeah, you know, by making the uh, giving you audible cues as well. But uh, I haven't really used that too much myself, so I can't really speak too much for it. Yeah, I will yeah. say that just just as far as accessibility goes, especially with the Apple Maps app, you know, sometimes we'll be driving somewhere and it's like, oh, where's this thing? I'm like, let me look it up real quick, and then get the directions from anyway. And then we find it. Um, so the app itself is very accessible. Um, I'm yeah. sure. Google Maps is probably as accessible because Google usually does a good job of making their iOS apps very accessible. So I'm sure they're they're fine to use. It just depends on um, you know how and why you you want to use them. Um, I, I'm not sure. I can't speak to this because I haven't really tried it out. Um, but this has nothing to do with Android and Apple. But um, one very interesting thing is that I recently learned about like Have you guys ever heard of Strap? It's like this new uh, developing hardware that is um, supposed to replace, or in the future, replace the cane, where it's like instead of uh, harness, I mean, instead of the cane, you would put on this harness that has like haptic feedback to tell. What was it? Strap. What's it called? Strap. Strap. S yes. S yes. R A P. Yeah. I'm sure, Sam, you're going to do a video on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've got some. I've got some uh, thoughts about it. So we'll see. <laughs> I, I'm not sure. Cause it sounds replacing the cane sounds like a chat. I mean, you know, haptic feedback is cool, but it's like, oh, that's. I mean, even when you first use a guide dog and you lose that tactile feel, you're like, oh, this is mm -hmm. this is scary. So. What yeah. What are your thoughts, Carrie? I have no idea. I haven't tried it. I I I love like emerging technology, so I'm just gonna be excited to like take a look at it and see yeah. see what happens <laughs> I, yeah they I, they reached out to me like last year or the year before um oh. i i the 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 prototypes that i saw um and i don't want to totally bash on this stuff but the prototypes yeah you, you wear this harness kind of like a, a gopro um chest mount harness thing and it it has the haptic feedbacks in there and but i'm like 
all the videos that they showed were thin people walking around. I'm like, what if you have a heavy person? Are they going to want to? And then you go to a restaurant. Are you going to want to? Oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Let me put my harness back on. You know, it just it just didn't seem practical to me. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. It's interesting. But what it's supposed to do is like, you know how the cane, you know, it, it detects things right in front of you when you move it and not necessarily like at face level or just chest level right away. So mm -hmm. I think it's an interesting concept. Uh, I don't know how well it will do, so, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. 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 I, I saw it early, so maybe they've come a, come a long way since then. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. But I, I think that it's really cool to have, like, whether it's on a smartphone or just in general, like, all these products coming out. It's kind of really exciting because you never know what they'll come out with next. They have, like, the robot dog and the strap, and who knows what else they're going to come out with. Like, I'm... Who knows? Yeah. Well, I uh, kind of on that topic, if we have time... Um, sure. I was I was talking with these young ladies uh, from Greece yesterday, which was really cool, um, who are working on a product. And it kind of it's kind of uh, kind of falls in the same same line of it's really cool. And I love that people are trying to 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 come up with new solutions for problems. But is it something we need? I don't know. But basically, um, they want to kind of create some kind of dispenser that sits in your kitchen and it can hold like flour and sugar and salt and some spices. And you can just simply say, you know, I need a teaspoon of salt and it will dispense a teaspoon of salt or I need a cup of flour and it will dispense a cup of flour. You know, it's like, I don't have to fumble through my drawer and find my quarter teaspoon uh, measuring spoon, or is that my half teaspoon? I, I, I can't tell, you know, um, I don't have to create a system for keeping my sugar and my salt separate in my kitchen. It's all done for me. And just, at, you know, at a voice command, I can have what I want instantly. Just um, imagine you know. if it didn't understand you. <laughs> You're like, there, you want some sugar in your coffee. Okay, put uh, like a tablespoon of sugar. And then it like puts flour or salt or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's, yeah, yeah. I think I think some products like that sound really neat and cool, mm -hmm. and it's like a couple of labels on things would get the job done. You know, like, <laughs> um, and and not to say, and again, I don't want to bash anybody's because it's like, look, you guys are having forward thinking thoughts. Like that's great, right, keep right. that up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like there are other probably problems we're having that might need to be solved versus like this, where it's like that's yeah. neat. But mm -hmm. is it solving a problem? Where are many people complaining? I don't know. Maybe, but yeah, is that such a priority? Um, like, really? Right. That's true. Too. Well, yeah. yeah. Where is it on the priority? But at the same time, like something like that, I think is pretty like a novel idea, and I don't think that just people with disabilities or people who are blind or visually impaired would, you know, only be the only ones who benefit from right. that. I mean, it's kind of a true. cool idea, honestly. It is. It is a very neat idea. Yeah, and what anyway, I kind of thought they have to be. Go ahead, Juan. Uh, I mean, like like you said, Sam, it has to be practical. It's like, do we really need this? Because yeah, but I'm I'm glad there's there's a technology coming out though for for the blind and visually impaired. But the thing is, like, I, I'd rather I'd rather see like more consumer products with with accessible features because yeah. 
I mean, uh, I'm, I'm not saying it's bad that there's specific products for the blind that are coming out because, I mean, there are some that, that will be need to be put out. But the thing is, and I always say this, I think I've said it to, to you guys before, but if smart speakers were made only for the blind and visually impaired, they would probably cost like a grand each. <laughs> totally, yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I Very definitely true. agree with that. Yeah. But um, I think that now, though, a lot of these companies are starting to kind of be a little bit more socially aware and about disability and that, yeah, people who are blind want to be able to use their products, too. And so I, I, I have hope that, you know, things will improve, so... Yeah, so um, I think that, let's see, uh, look in the comments. Sam, I think you're looking at the monitor. Are yeah, I'm, try any comments? I'm trying to. I'm not ignoring you. <laughs> we, need, we need some sighted, pe some sighted people to read this. Or like, I know. Yeah. <laughs> he's dang sighted people. Yeah. Blind Toes is in here. Yay, Blind Toes. Yeah. Uh, blind toes. I love <laughs> YouTube channel names. Those are oh, yeah. They're always interesting. Don't, I love creating, and I don't think it will. Um, okay. Fortunately, I'm on my small monitor here, which makes it difficult. <laughs> well, I mean, my small 32-inch monitor. Your small 32-inch. <laughs> Uh, you, see what, you, you see what I've been reduced to? <laughs> um, I think that you made a video a while back that you're using like a TV as a monitor. And I'm like, wow, I, yeah. that wouldn't even fit on my desk. And like, I guess for me, I like to have uh, a smaller screen because I can't take in the whole screen if it's too big anyway. So yeah. I'm kind of losing all the... the the parts around it so well you're gonna love this yeah so i use a 40 inch Samsung <laughs> tv as my main computer monitor you and, um, samsung. and yeah samsung <laughs> but now i'm actually shopping for um oh, no. actual 4k oh, monitors the prices have come down so now i'm shopping for yeah. a 43 inch oh, i thought uh, you were gonna say 72 or something no 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 no, no, that that wouldn't fit. No, no, but forty-three inch four uh, K monitor, and it's going to be glorious. Oh, but you know, it's how can you see the resolution, Sam? No, just, just <laughs> I will. I will say, like, I I use an iMac, which is a five K display, and I if I go back to a ten eighty P display, I can definitely see the difference. Like, it is not near yeah. as sharp, and yeah. you know that sort of thing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, especially when, like, at least for me, when you magnify it, you can really tell the difference. That's the thing. Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yes. What were you gonna I'm say, Juan? On the same boat as Carrie, I'm on the same boat as you, Carrie, because it's like I, I it's like uh, if I get a bigger monitor, I, I don't like scanning. It's like I'm just like nah, I'd rather I'm I'm fine with smaller screen anyway. You know, I'm not like like uh you know yeah. Sam with his like IMAX size screen, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. say my iMac is 27 inch. I'm like, this is kind of small. What? <laughs> bump it up a little bit. Well, I mean, that's the Sam's thing. That's why I the... prefer. Oh, go ahead, Juan. No, I'm just saying, Sam's putting the Sam and Samsung right 
there, you know. I think we figured out where their name came from. I think he's he's part owner of Samsung. Uh, yeah, so that's um, also another reason why I prefer like using a phone over like a tablet because there's just so much like you can't uh, I can't find things on a tablet a lot of the time. Like it's nice when you're watching something like on YouTube or a video or something maybe, but when you're using apps, it's like everything's so spread out that like I can't. It's harder to find things on the screen for me. Yeah, it depends on what I'm doing, but if especially that one-handed ability of a phone to you know swipe mm -hmm. and do things with your thumb, it's definitely a benefit for sure. Yeah, and you can also just put it in your pocket. You know, the tablet it's harder to uh, be more portable. Although I do want a bigger phone, I told oh. I told my wife that I was like, I want a bigger phone. I just want to hold the iPad up to my face. Do you guys remember <laughs> when a four-inch screen was big? <laughs> Yeah, I remember the yes. iPhone was 3.5, and then oh. they bumped it to 4. It's like, oh, my gosh, like, this is huge. It was interesting because before they came out with larger screens, it was like they kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And, like, did you guys see, like, there, there was, like, this flip phone that was, like, smaller than the palm of your hand? That was <laughs> oh, yeah. And now it's, like, well, they, the screens are They went from these huge... They went from these huge cell phones, like Zach Morris on Saved by the Bell, like these huge, massive yeah. phones. And then they're like, we can make small. And then they went real small. And then people were like, yeah, smaller. And then after they got smaller, they're like, this is too small. We need bigger. <laughs> we're just, you know, accordion size, like going in and out and in and out. So and now it's eventually. Bigger and bigger and bigger. And now, like, they have folding phones. And I, Apple is supposed to, like, come out with a folding phone, possibly. I'm sure after... I'm sure after Samsung and other companies do it and and work out all the kinks, then Apple will come out with theirs. Oh, are you trying to say something, Derek? No, no, no I'm pretty much saying it. I think I, <laughs> I'm trying. trying. Yeah. I Although I will say, like, when and like, for example, when Apple came out with their, um, you know, wireless charging on their phones, of course, Android had been doing that for years. But then how many times did you see a wireless charger in a Starbucks after that? It was like, oh, iPhones are doing it. Well, yeah, we'll accommodate you now because it was like iPhones run the world for some reason. It's like, no, Android has been doing this a long time. What, why are we not putting in a wireless charger for them? And so it's, it just seems to be that Apple has that like brand awareness where it's like if you see a phone um, like they for the longest time, it, yeah, it was like brand recognition. It's like, oh, this is a – this is a example of a cell phone. It looked like an iPhone, you know? Mm -hmm. And so it's like that, that is the, the way it works and maybe not quite as much anymore. Maybe Android's really come along, but um, you know, iPhone really have the share of the brand of the brand, maybe not the market as Sam mentioned earlier, but at least brand awareness. I think Apple really had it. Anyway, we could talk all day about it, but I think I think the bottom line is what Carrie said at the very beginning of this. It's really personal <laughs> preference. It's personal preference. Whatever works the best for you, then use yeah. that and and exactly. use it and learn it and learn it to the best of your ability. Because then you know you'll you'll it'll just incorporate to your daily life. You know, I pick up my phone, I swipe, I do the click tap, boom, it just works. And I'm sure for Carrie, after she spent two weeks customizing it, <laughs> now she you know swipes and tests it. You know, and it works. And so that's what we wanted to do. We wanted to work the best for us and whatever works the best for you, that's what you should use. 
<laughs> okay, Derek. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So I and I also think it's kind of like like I mentioned before, where you're more invested. You know, I don't. Yes, I agree. I mean, just because I use like all the Google Google services, so for me, it's more convenient to just have you know an Android device. So yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. So yeah. I think that is pretty much it. Um, I don't know that we have any questions or anything. So yeah. again, yeah, thanks so much, um, Juan. Thanks so much, Sam and Derek for, you know, coming on the live stream and just having this chat about Apple and Android. I think a lot of people come to us um, and ask like, what should they get? What's better? And so I, I always say, just try both of them out uh, and, and see what works for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. And if you have any questions, oh. send them all to Carrie. <laughs> all to right. Carrie. <laughs> yeah. She loves them. She oh, loves really? them. <laughs> I'll just forward them to Sam. <laughs> yeah. Yes, let's do that. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> okay well thanks everybody for joining us it was such a blast and definitely if you're not already subscribe to sam from the blind life and derek from life after sight loss and juan from jc5 productions and um i hope to be doing something similar to this but also for something like windows versus mac or oh. like even screen reading <laughs> Oh, no. I like to do this, guys. I like this. <laughs> um, and like screen readers and the differences between NVDA, JAWS, voiceover again, um, and <laughs> all of that. So, you know, if you guys are interested in seeing more of that, let us know, uh, let me know in the comments and don't forget to subscribe and hit the like button if you like this chat. And yeah, that's it. So thanks, everybody. And we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Whew, and that is the end of the first Live Accessible podcast. If you made it this far and you are listening to my voice right now, wow, you are an amazing person. Thank you. Thank you. And if you like this episode, you know, reach out on social media or send me an email, carrie at liveaccessible.com and let me know. Let me know how you like it, what uh, you're hoping for in the future besides me putting up these live streams. Uh, yeah, we will see how well this does. Hopefully you guys enjoy this and I will catch you in the next episode.